Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking, and wow, did the Supreme Court send some rock cracking last week. <laughs> Roe versus Wade was uh, blown away. It's no more. And there's babies around everywhere, even in heaven, celebrating, slapping, high fives, the babies, the babies in the wombs, if they could communicate. They're hugging on their mamas, and they're wanting to live, and they want to come out and make America not only great again, but make America the best it's ever been. Let's bring the brain power that God has given us to this earth in a way that we can celebrate life. Thank you, the Supreme Court. It it broke. I mean the rock-splitting politics. It happened right there at the Supreme Court last week. Uh, so, uh, let me just say thank you, Lord, and let me just say uh, welcome to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and today, uh, for this week, we, we got a, another primary campaign event coming up. We had one candidate last week, Ron Eller, running for Mississippi District 2, and uh, we got his, the opponent that's in the runoff with him is uh, Brian Flowers, so one of his supporters will be on in just a little bit to uh, talk about Brian Flowers. But what I want you to do is understand these are topics that are hitting America. We need to know how to win, not only win in red districts, but we got to win in blue districts, what they call purple districts, but to change America. And we got such a great start last week with what the Supreme Court did. And it's not as much conservative and liberal now as it's uh, communism and socialism having to be pushed out of the way. And you've heard me say it here on this show. Stop voting for Democrats till they kick the socialists out of their party. And that's we, we are fighting for democracy. We're, defi- we're fighting for our republic. We're fighting for free and fair uh, elections with integrity and we're also fighting to make sure that our children and grandchildren will have the same freedoms and liberty that Americans have come ac- accustomed to and the freedom of life we've had Dr. Alveda King on I've written a book with Dr. Alveda King and she is celebrating because babies now have civil rights in the womb more than they've ever had for 50 years and so that's been a big step forward. And for all the liberals that are getting just out of whack, I mean, whack jobs, uh, calm down. It's not making abortion illegal all across America. It gives the right to the states because there's nowhere in the Constitution does it guarantee a right to abortion. So that's what, <laughs> that, that's what the liberals have got to understand. 
take a deep breath and stop threatening violence against anyone, and especially against our Supreme Court justices. There's no room anywhere for that. Let's take a deep breath, liberals, communists, socialists. Take you a deep breath. Now, after you've taken your deep breath, and I know our conservative listeners, you can take a deep breath too, because let's move forward and make America not only great again, but the best it's ever been. And we start by making sure we get elected leaders into office. And it's very important that Mississippi District 2 is drawn up for a Democrat to actually win. They want Democrats to win in Mississippi District 2, one of the poorest districts in America. There's some just really uh, places that need help, been needing help ever since Benny Thompson has been the congressman there. And he's a, a part of the Democratic machine. And even now, and you'll hear us talk a little bit, we talked last week, there's some pumps that keep a pump project that will help you know, keep flooding out of the Mississippi Delta where farmers can farm and make money and bring in uh, more crops. But the flooding uh, messes them up. It ruins homes. It ruins lives. It ruins families. So uh, Arkansas has some pumps. Louisiana has some pumps. But on the Mississippi side, Benny Thompson doesn't want the pumps. Why? I mean, it'd be bringing more tax pay. If you make more crops, make more money, you bring in more taxes, you help feed the world, we keep uh, stave off famine, and we help people if the Ukraine not being able to uh, produce as many crops, we can in the Mississippi Delta. But the chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, for some reason, does not want Mississippi to thrive in the Delta. And he hasn't for all these decades he's been in office. So who, who could beat Benny Thompson? What Republican could beat Benny Thompson? Well, we talked to Ron Eller last week. This week we'll be talking to his opponent, Brian Flowers, in the GOP runoff, which will be June 28th. Before we get to that, let me just remind you, with the Supreme Court ruling, uh, there's been a lot of people who prayed, many people who have died and uh, in, over the years praying that, uh, the abortion uh, on demand would end in America. So uh, just I want to say a thank you to all the people living and those who have already gone on and uh, gone on to glory. And, and, and they're not here to celebrate. But because of the actions many of them did, we can celebrate this day for life. And we look forward to moving forward with more liberty and more freedom for all Americans everywhere. So with that said, uh, I'm going to introduce you to our guest is uh, Colonel Gannon Burton, United States Marine Corps, retired. And welcome to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Hey, thanks, Doc. Hey, thanks for uh, having me on and thanks for reaching out. And, uh, and frankly, thanks for staying engaged. That means that means the world is that as uh, we don't give up and we keep fighting and we keep getting the word out and uh, we look for and seek truth wherever we can find it. And then we and we, and we spread it around because there's, there's just so much bad going on in the, in the country right now uh, that if, if we give up, then then uh, then we surely are lost. But uh, as long as folks like you are out there fighting and, and we stay engaged, I, I think we can get this country back on track at some point. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Gannon. And I would like to tell everybody that uh, how many years did you spend in the Marine Corps and uh, when did you retire? How, have you, has it just been recently or 
Yep, I retired. I retired. My last tour was in the in the Pentagon after after roughly thirty years of service. I I signed my first contract back all the way back in uh, in nineteen ninety. I enlisted, but uh, I got pulled into the officer program and became a uh, became a Marine Corps officer. And then uh, they asked me what I wanted to do when I got in the Marine Corps, uh, and uh, they told me about flying. I, I said, "Heck, I'd like to try flying." So I ended up becoming uh, an F eighteen pilot. Uh, commanding the largest F-18 squadron in the Marine Corps at one point. I also commanded a uh, UAV squadron, unmanned aerial vehicle squadron, uh, for a few years and, uh, and then had five combat deployments. It was, uh, it was quite an adventure and quite an honor uh, to get to serve. But uh, I got to tell you, what we saw at the end of the, the last year uh -huh. in, in the Marine Corps and what we saw in Washington, D.C., it, it just would shake your soul. Hmm. I and I like to uh, spend some time sometime maybe on another show and you can tell us a little more on insight. Number one, thank you for your service, Gannon. And uh, we, we appreciate men and women across this country are willing to, to uh, put their lives on the line for our nation, for our freedom. So thank you for your service. Gannon, I know uh, you, you do live in the state of Mississippi. Uh, where, where do you live? I live up here in, in northeast Mississippi. I was, uh, I was born, in, uh, born up here. Uh, actually, just across the line, like everybody else in Itawamba County, that was uh, that far north in Itawamba County. We were born in uh, Red Bay, Alabama, but uh, our trailer, <laughs> our trailer was in uh, Itawamba County. And then I traveled. Uh, my folks got my folks split up, uh, probably due to the Carter years, like we're kind of reliving now. Uh, back in the uh, after I was a few years old, and, and I moved out to California and came back and uh, ended up going to high school and graduating here, and then uh, at, at Belmont High School. And then after finished at Northeast uh, Junior College, after two years, went to Mississippi State. I graduated with a degree in electrical engineering there. And then I commissioned in the Marine Corps and Carol and I were, were off the races. I did get to come back in 1996 and, uh, in Meridian, and I got my wings flying jets, uh, A-4s, out of, uh, out of Meridian there in 1996 yeah. before heading off and on even more of the adventure. Well, uh, thanks for telling us that. For our listeners across the country, Northeast Mississippi is uh, right up, is right up against Alabama. That's why he said he's born in Red Bay, Alabama, where the hospital was, and then came back over to Itawama County, Mississippi. And so uh, we're, we're glad that uh, you, you shared that with us. And we know you're a country boy that's done good. Appreciate your service, and you did get out to California. You couldn't get them turned around out there. I guess you're too young to get that liberal state turned around. So, but we won't give up on our California listeners. We we appreciate you. Thank you. And uh, and one day we 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 hope to see California turn conservative. One day that's we 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 dream big here at Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and let, let's talk about some politics. Uh, I know that uh, District Two, what I introduced with is where uh, Congressman Benny Thompson is, long time in Congress, almost thirty years I believe, and uh, very powerful chairman of the Homeland Security uh, Committee there. And, and also running the January 6th uh, hearings. So yeah, if you call of, that. yeah, a lot of people would like to get uh, uh, Benny Thompson defeated. So uh, Brian Flowers is a uh, candidate you support is in the runoff against Ron Eller uh, for the GOP nomination to see who will uh, go against Benny Thompson. Now, uh, why, why do you think Brian Flowers can beat uh, Benny Thompson? Well, you know, I got back here in uh, fully back in the stalls in December. And after everything I saw back there, I was thinking, how in the heck is a, is a conservative state like like Mississippi got a guy like Benny Thompson? So I, I just started 
doing some research and I, I looked up, uh, you know, who all had run about, who Hall he'd run against and everything else. And the best showing I'd seen, I think ever <laughs> against Benny from a Republican was Brian Flowers in 2020. I think he got 100,000 votes. He was beaten with Benny got 180,000 votes. But that was before, you know, the Democratic policies and Benny's policies, frankly, you know, have have, you know, decimated the Delta. We 400 percent on fertilizer. We've got uh, double the price of diesel. People aren't put people aren't fertilizing their fields if they can get away with it and they don't and they're making decisions not to plant because they can't afford it and not only that but the price of their produce isn't going up consistent with consistent with the price of production and i think and i was thinking you know what we this is an opportunity uh to to frankly rid us of what i believe is a scourge on the state i, I think he's 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 done bad things there I, I know he's done bad things with the pumps and he's uh, uh not you know you still got people flooding out down there because he stopped the pumps and i know that uh we can do better and and what's going on with the january 6th commission is crushing so that's that's the why if you would right so i reached out and i looked well, at uh, it and let, I, let, uh, gannon let me again for our listeners and and uh so a lot of people when we say pumps they don't know and District 2 is right around, uh, right along the Mississippi River. Most, a lot of District 2 is in Mississippi, and they've uh, had trouble flooding. And so they have uh, worked hard to put together something where they would have some pumps to help stop the flooding. And yet uh, Benny Thompson, Congressman Thompson, has gone against the grain of, of most people, and he, he does not want the pumps. And so why would Brian Flowers, how, how would he be able to, explain why the pumps are good and, and Benny Thompson's stance is bad for the people in district two. Well, the story I've gotten, and, you know, I think it's pretty well known in, in the area before your listeners is that, you know, he uses power and influence to influence the FDA to, uh, uh, not the FDA, but the EPA to, to stop, uh, stop the construction of the things. Uh, Brian Flowers is, is his, you know, his three, main things. And I talked to him this morning, you know, and just to make sure I was clear on it, you know, his education and he's got a great story there. I, I want to tell you about his infrastructure and he knows it because he works at a nuclear power plant and, and, uh, keeps the uh, nuclear power plants running. And, uh, and then he's, you know, and he's all about, you know, jobs as well. So those are his main things. And, you know, we, we agree yeah. on all the stuff, you know, a lot of the stuff from the election, and other stuff, but he's not running necessarily on that as much as he's running up of just getting, government servants back serving their folks uh why do i think I, he could do it well you know like i said i reached out to him and he immediately got back to me and we had a, a good conversation about why he wants to be in congress what he thinks he can do and i think your folks need to know that the main reason he got into congress is because he you know he he grew up as a uh, enlisted man in the navy and got but they only take the very smartest to make them their their nuclear um their they're well, Navy nukes They go into the Navy nuke programs to, to work those reactors. You've got to be brilliant to do that. And uh, his wife did too. Uh, <clears throat> we're there together. And so when they got out, they went to, they went to work for the nuclear power plant down there in, the, in district two. Uh, and they I, got down I, there uh, working around. Gavin, just, just for listeners. Uh, so, so Brian Flowers is, is a, a military that served our country. And uh, do you know how long he served uh, in the Navy? He Yep, he served. He served, uh, and forgive me if I if I got the dates wrong, uh, wrong, but I believe he served for six years. That's what I remember from our conversation. Now, there's no doubt he had good honorable service because uh, you can't go back to work on nuclear nuclear well, reactors unless you're unless you you've got a clean record. Well, that's one that's one reason I figured he had to have some uh, length of time to be able to go through a nuclear program there in, in the Navy. 
and 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 learn all that. So yeah, yeah. carry on. Well, I said carry on, but let me just stop everybody right there and. Uh, Gannon, let me remind everybody, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Hey, we're talking to uh, Colonel Gannon Burton, United States Marine Corps, retired. And he is uh, telling us something about a candidate named Brian Flowers, who will be running in Mississippi District 2 or GOP runoff on June 28th. So important district because whoever wins this runoff will be going against the Democrat, uh, whatever they they call him, uh, the the long time decades old uh, Democrat in a Democratic drawn district. So there has to be a strong candidate coming out here to, to be able to beat Benny Thompson in District Two, the state of Mississippi. Now. I uh, also want to remind our listeners, we got a book called Bedrock Truths. If you like that book, you can order it by going to www.docholiday.org. Holiday's got two L's in it. A uh, book called Bedrock Truths that I wrote along with Dr. Alveda King and Dr. Alex McFarlane. And all three of us are just happy that the Supreme Court finally ruled that Roe versus Wade, Wade is, is uh, no longer the law of the land. And it probably never should have been but it has been for 50 years basically so thank goodness for the number of babies that will come in to our world into our country think of the brain power that god is sending our way and so much of it was zapped by when i say zap was destroyed by this abortion industry that's been in control for so long under the a lot of being pushed by the democratic party so now as we look and uh, we're going to ask Gannon uh, a little bit more about Brian Flowers, and we'll get back to that. But let me just remind everybody across the land how important it is to get involved in your primary elections. Get out and vote and make sure that you get involved now. Don't wait to November. Know who's running. Get involved in the elections in your area. We have got to get strong conservative liberty loving freedom minded people to the polls they have to vote our country is hanging in the balance and i appreciate we're talking about a runoff in mississippi district 2 for the gop nominee and whoever wins that get behind them and make sure that we can help defeat these epa environmental people who are putting out things called esg forcing it into the uh different uh, businesses across our country socialism has seeped in in so many ways and like we said many times before don't vote for a democrat until they kick the socialist out of their party that's one reason we're turning to socialism because the democratic party is polluted by the socialism so listen <laughs> thank you for listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics continue we'll have more candidates on and more reasons reasons to understand why this is the election year that must be transformational in our entire country. Must be transformational. Reach out and get people out to vote who know that they want more liberty and more freedom, and it will not come from the Democratic Party as long as they keep the socialists intact within their party. It's time to kick them out, Democrats, if you want to win again. And start looking at policies that make common sense and are for every American, not just a hand-picked handful of the elite. Listen, 
uh, let's get back to our conversation with Colonel Gannon Burton. And uh, go ahead, uh, Colonel Burton, and uh, tell us more about uh, Brian Flowers, the candidate in District 2 of the state of Mississippi. Well, so it's super intense, and him and his wife are both both brilliant, and they came to Mississippi working and raising a family, and they got down there to the nuclear plant, and they uh, and they were looking for schools, you know, and they had to get all the way back up around Jackson area to find a, a good school, and he's, you know, driving back and forth to work, and he's thinking, he goes, why aren't the people of Mississippi have good schools around these this high-dollar nuclear plant? Why don't, why doesn't the whole Delta have good and great schools? So that's his number one thing. He wants you know, and he believes the way to get there is, and I, and I agree with him, it's, you know, a voucher program and school choice where you can take your kids where you want to and you create the competition. Uh, and I think that's a very good conservative principle. And that's his primary thing. He'll, he'll tell you that right up front. And uh, you can, anybody can talk to him later. That's his, his main thing is the education of, of, of the children. He thinks that'll fix a lot of the issues long-term for us. And it'll help keep people stay in Mississippi too, because they seek good schools for their, for their kids. So his right. motives, uh, I was, you know, one, I was impressed with the service, but two, uh, and his intellect, but, but the main thing I wanted to have a conversation about was his motives and why he wanted to go to Congress. And, you know, and, and, uh, and they were, they were pure and pristine in my mind. There was nothing about him. It wasn't, if you, if you ever, you know, get a chance to meet him or, or talk, he's un, you know, he doesn't get dressed up and, and, uh, try to make a big show of anything. He just tells you what he's thinking. He tells you how he thinks he can fix things. So I like that about him. And then, um, you know, the the follow-on conversations we had you know he, he talked about the need for infrastructure now he's an infrastructure guy because he's working down there in, in those plants and he's got the engineering background and, and all that, that that you know in the in the intellect to recognize where infrastructure is working and where it's not and, and to look for basically efficiencies and way that we can um, you know get more money into those programs you know and he, you know specifically against the green new deal and and a lot of the infrastructure package that was signed by our own uh, you know, some people in our own delegation, you know, went along with that, uh, that infrastructure package. You're talking you about that. Yes. Yeah, let me just remind all our listeners. We're talking about the infrastructure bill that became quote bipartisan. And I, I know we had some uh, Mississippi GOP that ended up supporting that, which has a lot of the environmental programs locked into it. And exactly. And that's, just, uh, and that's where you're talking about uh, the difference in looking at infrastructure and the, between the EPA that, and this stuff called ESG that private companies are doing now are being being coerced to do it by the uh, by, by some of the infrastructure bills. So uh, so that's what you're talking about now, and that's what he sees where he thinks he can help out with the infrastructure and right. <clears throat> so and get a real infrastructure bill through. And and so what 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 they've done, you know. When they signed on to that legislation, and you know, I think Roger Wicker signed it, uh, or you know, voted for it. Uh, Cindy Hyde Smith voted against it, and I can't remember what all the congressmen did. But the bottom line is this: uh, that infrastructure bill caused so much inflation that the real mileage and roads that you're building is less than what it was before, because now the cost of all of the material that goes into the roads and bridges is so much higher. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah and the whole thing, the the infrastructure, like they said. We're just getting our federal uh, taxes back for building our highways. It's not like they were adding on top. We were going to get most of that infrastructure bill anyway. Basically, they just added environmental stuff that uh, would have never got through a Trump veto. And, and you know, the infrastructure, Trump wanted that and we needed it. And Nancy Pelosi held it up and wouldn't let anything go through when Trump was president just because she wanted to wait. I mean, she made well, American people suffer. 
Well, and not only that, but it's not a true infrastructure bill. It's, it's packed with all kinds of social programs, you know, social emotional learning, Absolutely. all kinds of other stuff. But the, I think we're, we failed, you know, you know, we failed and, you know, for president Trump was, you know, the first two years he was there, Paul Ryan was there. We had the house, we had the Senate and they didn't pass. They wouldn't pass an infrastructure bill for president Trump when he, yeah. the one he wanted actually was, he wants, you know, he's a builder. He wanted bridges. He wanted roads. Right. He wanted real infrastructure, which we need. Uh, not this uh, social engineering project that, uh, that frankly, it inflated the real benefits of what it's going to buy for, for the economy out. If, 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 you know, and it gets complicated when you, when you start talking like that. But when you put trillions of dollars in programs that don't have to do with infrastructure, you made the cost of infrastructure higher because the dollars are worth less. And then I know they got a lot of things like uh, absolutely have to have union labor and uh, a lot of things written into that. The talks of this, we got a couple minutes left. Talk a bit about jobs and what what you think uh, a, a congressman Brian Flowers would do about jobs. Well, I, I think the, the the biggest thing that he, he's he's looking to to do with jobs is to make sure that the money from the infrastructure projects go to real infrastructure and when you do that then then you get the, the spinoffs for it. It, it inflation you know brings up the cost of wages which you know, the cost of wages makes going into business harder and, and everything else so I, I think that's that's you know uh the main point of it but i will tell you i i don't have a specific you know this is a jobs program and i don't think he thinks like that i think he he, he believes that the you know the free market if you uh allow it to work and you and you have discipline you know reasonable regulation uh that you know your economies are going to grow and, and that's what happened i mean it, it is what happened under, under president trump and i think he wants to get back to that i appreciate you coming on gannon and like i said i'd love to have you back another time you can tell us a little bit what's going on in the pentagon and but anything else you want to mention uh i know the election's coming up uh the, the election's next tuesday yeah on june the 28th, 28th yeah june 28th and then you know the one thing i do want to bring up is i'm concerned about this and and i think you know, both campaigns are probably concerned about this, as, as we had kind of discussed earlier. And that right. is, uh, but we know that there's an effort by some people inside the GOP to recruit Democrats to co cross over and vote in our Republican primary, which would be fine if they wanted them to stay Republicans. But they're specifically telling them that, hey, you can come over and vote in this primary and you can still vote Democrat in, uh, you know, vote, vote for a Democrat in the fall, which technically is correct if you're, you know, if, if they're convinced otherwise, you know, they can change their mind, but they're not really going at it that way. They're just, they're actually going and recruiting Democrats to pick our Republican nominees. And I, I, I just, I just, I just think that's bad. People don't, you know, people are losing faith in our elections for a lot of good reasons. Uh, this is one that is a self-inflicted wound and, uh, and people know about it now and it's going around yeah. the state and people are finding out about it. So we have to crush that mentality that that anyone would think that that's okay to recruit you know opposition party to come in and affect the outcome of your primary because you know we vest you know for you know i'm a republican i'm a member of the republican party up here in Dishomingo county you know we vest a lot of time and effort to get republican candidates in there and we want you know we want to choose our candidates that we want to put up there and and if you come in and and you know your guy's not winning so you just go get folks who aren't fighting for the Republican party and fighting for conservative values to help get a guy across. You got to ask, you know, what is his values? What's, what's he really about? Well, I appreciate you bringing that out, uh, Gannon. And, and you're absolutely right. Uh, Republicans need to pick their, uh, pick who their nominees are. Now I will say because of this year, 
I think we're going to have more and more Democrats. Like you just said, if, if we bring a Democrat into the Republican uh, Party and to keep them there, that is what we need. And we're finding that out. More and more Democrats are just giving up on the Democratic Party and for good reason. But we don't. Well, but we don't want Democrats coming in Republican primary to sabotage an election and to try to make the weaker candidate be the nominee for the general election. And that's what uh, some Democrats are up to. So, yeah, that is wrong. And uh, uh, thank you, Gannon, for coming on and telling us about Brian Flowers and the election and coming up June 28th uh, for the runoff there in District 2 of uh, the state of Mississippi for Congress. We know there's also a, a runoff election, GOP runoff election in District 3 and District 4 of the state of Mississippi. So we encourage everybody to get out and vote. Mississippi's not the only place where primaries are coming up. Look at your state, where you live, what's going on. Get involved now. Do not wait to the general election. Get involved now so we have great candidates to choose from and that this is what will make America not only great again, but make America the best it's ever been. Hey, uh, uh, you heard Gannon, and like I said, being a, uh, he's a Colonel Gannon Burton, uh, United States Marine Corps retired, and we do want to get him back on again and, and speak to him of what's going on in our military and our Pentagon. So listen, as we look around America, and we've just heard just last week, Roe versus Wade was overturned. It's been 50 years, basically, almost 50 years of uh, a law that was a weak law all along, but everybody would get behind it. And even now we see uh, the liberals, the leftists, those who uh, are just going, some of them going in hysterics because of a Supreme Court ruling that does not outlaw abortion. you got to understand that. It just makes the decision, it gives the states the decision-making because there's nothing in the Constitution about abortion. So that that's the thing that everybody needs to take a deep breath and tell the liberals and tell the, uh, uh, all the uh, socialists, take a deep breath. There's been decisions conservatives did not like from the Supreme Court for decades. So get over it. And stop violence. Don't don't be reverting to violence and don't be threatening the Supreme Court by packing the court. Go out there and win elections. Fair and square. That's what America's about. And it's been tough to win elections fair and square. So let's all work together. And 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 now you you don't ever see when when the liberal side gets beat, they don't want to work together. They want to do it their way. And that's what they've had for 50 years. It's time to turn that around. Let's build on Roe versus Wade, the, the, the Supreme Court decision against Roe versus Wade. Let's build on that and move forward to make our country stronger, freer, more liberty. And that's what we're about here at Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Hey, see you next week. Go vote if you live in Mississippi and other places that are holding primaries. Get out there and be a part of making America not only, not only great again, but the best it's ever been. God bless you. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.